Hello everyone, Coach Joe here and welcome to the Magellan Network Podcast, where you'll learn the rules and tools for success in the financial services industry to become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. If you like this podcast and want to subscribe, search the Magellan Network Podcast with Coach Joe on SoundCloud or iTunes. With that said, let's get into it. Hi, it's Coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. You know, let's face it, uh, in your career as an advisor, you're going to run across hopefully lots of situations where you're waiting on a client or prospect to give you the thumbs up, right? So, it could, and most of the time, if you think about it, these are going to be tend to be like bigger scenarios, more lucrative scenarios and stuff like that. A lot of advisors are really challenged in managing their emotional states while this is going on. You know, well, let me think about it. I'll get back to you. And, you know, recently I had a couple of my clients, uh, we had situations where um, they had a very large scenario economically that is, is not their norm, right? And anytime you get outside your norm, uh, the comfort level, right, the sensitivity to that can really increase. Bottom line is this, if you're doing things and growing and dealing with people, you have to remember there's a golden rule. And here it is. Expect the best, but be prepared for the worst. Now, it doesn't mean this is not negative. This is not negative thinking and going into a influence situation where, you know, you're, you're, you're going to give it your all. But you also need to be conscious with yourself and sit there and say, okay, if I, if I don't get this deal, if I don't get the yes right now, what does that mean to me? Uh, and hopefully, and, 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 and I really truly mean this, this ne there's never going to be one situation that's going to be life, life or death for you, right? If you, there, you know, you'll, you'll have the client of the, of the career or situations like that, but you never should be in a position where one deal matters to your viability, right? Uh, that is not a good way to be in the, quite frankly, you probably won't be in the business that long or you're always on the cliff, right? If you will, or, or, you know, kind of on the plank, if you will. We don't want to do that. So let's talk about how to manage this. First off, there, there's your timelines and then there are their timelines, right? And sometimes they don't mesh. And even though you may want to get something done because, you know, maybe you want to make a month on your goals or a quarter or there's something else going on that now I can just get this thing done. It kind of triggers all these things, right? Um, you got to remember that it's usually rare in our industry, in our profession, that somebody is going to be compelled to do something on a deadline, unless it's tax related, or you know, there's a you know a buyout going on where there's got they've got to take an offer or something like that. I would say in upwards of eighty to ninety percent of the cases that you're going to deal with, it's really an open timeline. You know, there's no must here, right? And you got to recognize that. You've got to look there and say, and, and put yourself in their shoes, right? So number one is your timeline is not their timeline. Number two, let's just say in your mind, and this is what you got to be very careful about. Uh, and I, and you know, if you're guilty of this, I mean, it's okay. How many of you in your career, when you've got a deal on the board, uh, you know, fee, insurance, whatever it is, you get there and you break the sucker out, the pen and paper, right? And then you get, oh, where's my calculator? You know, you get the calculator out and you start figuring out how much money you're going to make, right? And then you say, oh man, this will be a great deal. I'm going to make $50,000, dollars $75,000. I'm going to have $50,000 recurring revenue. And like you put it in your mind 
as if it's real. And then when it doesn't happen on your timeline or there's a delay or there's an issue, it's like mentally they stole the money from you, right? So do yourself a favor, stop it, all right? You'll get compensated. Don't sit there. Don't get the calculator because it's going to make the situation worse because you're going to sit there and, and have the money already mentally when you don't. Okay. Then the other thing you're going to do is you're going to figure out how to deploy that money, right? And then you, so you're going to go down a trail that's an imaginary one currently. So you want to come back, work with the situation. Don't get caught up in it. And you need to practice this consciously. You know, this is where a lot of you get sideways, you know, and, and here's what happens. When you're waiting on a decision, what is that? Well, let's talk about that for a second. So if you're in front of a, let's say your, your top, you know, the, your highest net worth client you've ever presented or prospect you've ever worked with or, you know, an insurance case, whatever, and, you know, it looks good, right? So it's not, it doesn't die early, right? It kind of goes through the process and you're kind of now in that, are they going to do it? Are they not going to do it? That kind of zone, right? That we all know about. Well, you've got to be very aware of what is that trigger for most human beings? And let's talk about emotions for a second. You know, there, there are two types of emotions, right? And for those of you who've been following me, you know this, right? There's moving towards emotions, things that we want to experience, success, love, connection, excitement, freedom, enthusiasm, things like that. And then there's the emotions we don't want to feel, right? Rejection, failure, scarcity, uncertainty. And when you have a deal and it's not done, and even if it is done, we'll talk about that in a little bit, you have, and depending on how you're wired, you're going to have uncertainty. And for most human beings, that's not an emotion you want to have. And, it, and depending on your sensitivity to it, it can really shut you down. Right. And, and I just had this recently with one of my clients who's out working on the biggest insurance case of his career. It's going to be, you know, six figure compensation. And, uh, and he goes, I'm waiting for them. I think they're going to say yes. Everything looks good. But he goes, for the last three days, I have not been all focused on anything else. I'm kind of stuck, right? And you know, because why? He's playing these, he's playing the scenario game. If they say yes, if they say no, you know, it's mean. And as soon as that happens, your morning ritual goes, you know, your morning ritual's gone, your daily game plan's gone, your effectiveness is gone, and you're just kind of locked in on this, right? You kind of live or die by it. And when the phone rings, you're, you don't know what to think, right? You just, your heart jumps, right? So all these, think about all that volatility emotionally you're going through, right? So when you, when a human being is kind of doing this whipsaw game with themselves in their mind, how effective are you? How focused are you? Rather you're not. So what has to happen? One of the things that, and by the way, I was like that early in my career. Like I get a new coaching client, man, I got this thing figured out. Somebody said no to me. Oh, then if a client kind of fired me, you know, and what I realized was I couldn't do, I couldn't be effective worrying about yeses and nos. So, um, and some you can check this out. It's really good. You know, if you Google like stoicism, right? And stoicism is just a, the art, it's really more art than a science, of kind of taking your emotions and you kind of compress them down. Again, intention. Not that you walk around like a robot. Don't, don't read it that way. But you kind of get it down to, I'm here, right? So in other words, I eliminate a lot of the volatility, right? That is critical. You work because now when you're in the, when you compress it, you stay in a resourceful state. 
And by staying in a resourceful state, you'll make your calls, you'll ask for referrals, you'll do the business, right? If you're unresourceful because you're all over the place, you're just going to, you know, you'll distract yourself. You just won't be on your game, right? And I want you to think of it this way. What happens if you don't get the deal? And then now you're all over the place. Now you get super depressed, right? And you go in the bunker, and we'll talk about that in a minute. On the surface, in one scenario, it doesn't seem like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, not a big deal. But I want you now to extrapolate that over 20, 30, 40-year career. And I then want you to think about how much opportunity that really cost you. Remember, there's the lost opportunity of the kind of no, not right now, but then what happens, right? And I've seen, I've seen advisors in my career either lose a client or not get a deal, and they're literally in the mental tank for a week. So you might as well just go to Tahiti and put your feet in the ocean and have a cocktail because that's how effective and how productive you are, seriously. So I need you to determine your, in advance, what does this mean, right? So here's some questions. Whenever you're with a situation that is exciting to you, right? One question, what's the worst thing that can possibly happen? That's the question I ask myself whenever I'm dealing with a new, new potential client, uh, a corporate situation, uh, anything that has to do with success or failure. I ask myself that question consciously, and I sit there and literally have a convo with myself. Hey, what's the worst thing that could possibly happen here? Um, they'll say no. Okay, so what does that mean? Well, it means that the timing's not right. Okay, so what does that mean? Well, it means that's not going to happen now, but it does mean it may not happen in the future. So let's not blow it up because sometimes when you know when we don't get our way, we kind of will kind of you know. Well, they didn't want to do it. I don't you know. They that, you know you kind of burn the bridge. Never burn the bridge. All right, timing's not right. Right. And what else does it mean to me? Well, it means that, you know, I just don't get the opportunity. It's hopefully for many of you and all of you, it's not like you're going to lose your home or your career. It's not a make or break. It's not like I'm going to run out of money, right? Because that's, dude, that's just not, I don't know how you exist that way, quite frankly. And there are people in this industry that do, by the way. It's uh, interesting. So you can create the scenario, right? It's all about consequences, right? Okay. And I want you to focus more on the negative ones because you paint the positive ones, no problem, right? All it means is that you didn't get the opportunity, it was delayed, okay? And as long as it really doesn't change your world, remember that. It's not life or death, right? You'll never, the one thing I've always told myself in my career now, again, 20, 25 years, you know, quarter century, I'll never be in once, I'll never get one scenario that will make or break my coaching career. Now, I've gotten the scenarios that have been really cool, enjoyed them, right? Lucrative, but they'll never break, they'll never break, make or break me. Because I won't allow them to, okay? That's one of the other elements of this. If your business model is like feast or famine, I, I would strongly ask you to reconsider your approach. Because that is just, no. You, there's, first off, there's, it's hard to do this long term. It's highly stressful. Um, it's just not good for anybody, okay? So just remember that. Now, what do we need to do? So some strategies. So again, how do we, how do we reduce uncertainty? Talk to yourself, stay conscious, have conversations, right? And like I said, remember that, you know, your time, your timeline is not their timeline. I think that's super important. Uh, the next thing you need to take a look at, so now we go down the trail, right? And let's say you get the yes. Let's say, yeah, yeah we think we want, yeah, you know what, this sounds good. And then you're like, well, you know, let's, let's get together for paperwork, right? There's ACATs and new account forms, apps, uh, you know, medicals, whatever we got to do, right? 
And so there's that window between, you know, getting the yes and actually getting the money, right? That, that window could be a couple of weeks, could be a couple of months, depending on what it is. And they call, hey, we want to talk to you or, or you know, or so-and-so's on the phone or you get an email, right? Hey, can, you know, we need to talk. Where, does mo- where do most human beings' brains go? Like they go right negative. Oh my God, they're going to say no. They're going to back out. They're going to do this, right? You get, you get this pit in your stomach, right? Because now again, when is it really done? So that's the other thing. Just because you get a positive, it doesn't mean, and we know this as, an, as a profession, right? People can always pull out to literally on some of the 18th hour. And in some cases, even if you get a policy delivered, um, they can still rescind the policy, right? They can ACAT out if they ACAT in, right? There's a lot of things that can go on. So again, this is again, not thinking negatively. This is managing your emotional state. Because you must do that to be effective as a professional. So I just want you to, so today, that's what I want you to really focus on is, look, managing your state, manage your expectations, understand that human beings are creatures of habit, but yet unpredictable. I know it sounds a little uh, dichotomy there a little bit. And just make sure, and the best way to kind of fix all this, if you will, is have enough opportunity on your pipeline where there's not one of them that go, you know, if this one doesn't happen, you know, my quarter is shit, right? I'm shot. I can't do what I need to do here. That's not what we want. You want to have enough stuff going on so that you never have to worry about one situation, one scenario, things like that. And then the other thing is this. In your career, again, some of you are very brand new in our profession. Some of you are, are, I hate the word grizzled veteran. That doesn't even look good, but grizzled veteran, right? you're always going to have those scenarios that are kind of outside your comfort zone economically. Everybody's got kind of got their, their bubble of what they're really, you know, their sweet spot. Hey, I'm really good working with people in this scenario and of this wealth and this, you know, economics. And then you get the outliers, right? And there are opportunities for growth, but you also got to remember they're uncomfortable opportunities. Um, I can't tell you how many times in my career I'll get a 911 from a client and they're like, Hey, I need to talk to you, Joe. I said, what's up, man? He goes, well, I've got this high net worth person coming in. You know, they've got $25 million, $10 million, $35 million. And, and this person used to working with, you know, 750 to 1.5. That's kind of their sweet spot, right? And, you know, and they'll say to me, hey, you know, what do I need to do? And I'm like, what do you mean? What do you need to do? You do the same thing you do for everybody. It doesn't matter. You know, they put their pants on the same way. Uh, they go about life the same way. Just because they have an extra zero at the end of their account balance doesn't mean anything. And I think that's what we need to also be aware of as a profession is we're treating the person and we're focused on the person, the wealth is secondary. And I think a lot of advisors invert that where they see the portfolio balance or the net worth statement and they think, oh, this person is different. And as soon as that gets in your mind, you're, you're off your game. And how many of you have bent your own internal rules because you had a big deal in front of you. You treated it differently. You know, you allowed them to run the meetings a little bit more. You didn't ask the questions because you didn't want to potentially offend them. This is all about getting control of your mindset and recognizing that you have to go ahead and do things exactly the same way each and every time. Protocols, that's the word. It's the word doctors use. You know, we have medical protocols. You need to have your own protocols no matter who you're 
patient is. And then the last thing, kind of fix all this too, this whole um, you know um, uncertainty piece, is your morning ritual, your mental diet, um, you know, understanding how you're wired is super important, right? Be consciously aware of how you approach things. And then one last thing, let's just say you don't get the win. Let's say they say no to you, okay? Now, you have options, right? And what I mean by options are you can, you know, and I want you to think about this consciously, not just say, oh, my God, they say no. And, and you know, now you're going to have a seven-day mourning period, right, for your deal. That's not going to get things done. Uh, I'm okay. And I've had clients call me up and say, hey, you know what? They, they punt it. Uh, they want to defer to next year. Um, and I say, look, look, if you're really not in a good place emotionally right now, I'm not going to BS you until you get there. Take the rest of the day off. You know, go play golf, go to a movie, you know, don't like the idea of going to a bar. Um, take some, you know, get away for a bit, you know, not, not days and days, but if you need to kind of have a little time to process it. And some people really just need to kind of walk around for an hour, maybe go to the gym, they come back, they're ready to rock and roll. Some of you may need a, you know, a little bit more time, but put a deadline on it. Okay. If you're going to have your pity party, your morning, your funeral, whatever you want to call it, fine. I'm not going to tell you don't do it because that's how you're wired, right? So accept it. Just put a timeline on it so it doesn't leak into days and days and days, weeks and weeks and weeks, and next thing you know, you're really not in a good place, all right? So declare your strategies in advance, right? Like for me, if I don't get something, if I, first of all, like I said, I'm stoic, right? So I don't get too much, but if I don't get something, you know, I mean, typically what I'll do is um, I'll get out of here. And the reason why I get out of here is I don't want to be, I want to be in a great state when I'm here, right? Because of my environment. So, you know, I'll take a ride in my car, uh, drop the roof. I'll, I'll, I'll get into automatic gratitude mode. Hey, you know what? No big deal. It doesn't affect my, and it doesn't. I'm grateful. I've got a great house. I've got a great family. I've got a great life. I live in Florida in the winter. For a lot of you, that's a, that would be really cool right now, right? Um, and I remember all the good things that I do. And normally I take a little hour ride, pop some tunes in, and uh, I'm good to go. Like I can really come back half hour, 45 minutes, an hour, and uh, I've processed it all, right? And, um, and here's what I tend to do. I'll share this little secret strategy. Once I'm back, right, so whatever. So for me, it may a little bit of time and I'm back. I go right into marketing mode. I call prospects. I ping my pipeline. I shake my tree and see what falls out, right? And I've, and I've always learned that when I, when I get a no, I want to immediately fill that funnel back. It's a really strong strategy. You know, it's like, you, I was like, okay, I'm going to fight my way out of this. And that's my mindset. I'm a fighter by nature, right? I'm, I've overcome odds in my career my entire life. So I'm wired to, okay, get off the canvas, right? There's a, there's a movie, I think it was Rocky. No, not Rocky 10. They're not that big yet. Like Rocky 4 or 5 where he's talking to his son. Uh, it's on YouTube. You can find it. It's really, it's a really good speech, if you will. Um, and, you know, he's talking to his son. And I think the, the metaphor was it's not how hard you hit. It's how hard you can be hit, fall down, and get back up and keep moving forward. And I never forgot that. You know, I, I watched that several years ago and I said, Wow, what a great metaphor for life, right? Because you're going to have adversity. You're going to have things not go your way. You're going to get no's. You're going to get fired, right? You're going to get knocked on your butt. We all do. 
So this is not about trying to create some utopian scenario that you're never going to fail, you're never going to get no, you're never going to have somebody you know not work on your timelines. It's always going to be that scenario. It's about getting off your butt and keep playing the game and moving forward. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Again, this is Coach Joe with Magellan Network Show. So there you have it. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would like a 14-day free trial to the Magellan Network to get better at business development, practice management, personal development, and overall create the ideal vision for yourself and your business, please visit MagellanNetwork.net. That's MagellanNetwork.net and claim your 14-day free trial. As always, I'm here to help you become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. And with that, I'll catch you next time on the Magellan Network Podcast with me, your host, Coach Joe. Take care.